Super Bowls this Sunday. Tom Brady, number seven. Here we go. My mom doesn't like Tom Brady. I don't understand why. My mom, for whatever reason, doesn't like greatness. Like, she doesn't like Conor McGregor. Like, for whatever reason, anything I love, like Tom Brady and Conor McGregor, my mom just doesn't like it. My mom's just a hater. You know? Anyway, Tom Brady, Sunday, episode 11. Here we go. Deuces. How's everybody doing? We're here to talk about Alistair Overeem versus Alexander Volkov tomorrow. I'm excited for this fight for a couple reasons. One, this is at Alistair Overeem's final dance. I believe the next fight he loses, he's gonna retire. You know what it reminds me of? Ric Flair's final storyline where Ben said that if you get pinned, your career is over. I feel like because Alistair Overeem is so close to the title and a loss obviously sets him back that I feel like if he loses, he's going to retire. But Alistair Overeem has not looked better, bro. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. Straight up, my favorite Alistair Overeem was when he was on all the Mexican supplements and known as Uberim, the dude that fought Brock Lesnar. That's my favorite Alistair Overeem. Low key or high key or whatever type of key you want to put on it. That's my favorite Alistair Overeem because nobody could beat that guy. I wish that guy could still be around today, honestly, because that dude was the man. The Alistair right now is also the man, but that's my favorite version of Alistair Overeem, like TRTV Tour. TRTV Tour is my favorite. Are they cheating? Yes. Is it still awesome? 100%. Like, bro, that's just me as a fan. Uberim was my favorite Alistar Overeem, okay? So leave me alone. That dude is awesome. This Alistar is also very awesome, but Uberim is the best. But anyway, Alexander Volkov versus Alistar Overeem. What a fight. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be a fanboy and go with Alistar Overeem because he had come out this week and said... I'm going to win the title and retire. It's not that I want to call Alistair a liar, but the fact that Francis is going to fight for the title March 27th, I don't see anybody beating Francis. not a knock on Alistair because him and Curtis Blades, they're training partners. I could see Curtis Blades going, okay, bro, you're going to retire? I'll let you fight for the title. I'll let you jump me and fight for the title. And if you're really going to retire... That's cool. If not, we'll fight. I already beat you once, so I'm pretty sure I could beat you again. I don't think that's going to happen. I think Alistar is true to his word. I say he's a liar in the sense that I don't see him beating Francis Ngannou. In all fairness, I don't see anybody beating Francis Ngannou. Francis Ngannou is the man. Like, 
You know what I think is going to happen March 27th? Here's what I think is going to happen. It's going to surprise a lot of people. I think Francis is going to take Stipe Miocic down and beat his face. And, like, I, I don't see it being stand-up because that way Francis can evade... Not Francis. Stipe can evade Francis. But I see where... This is crazy. I see where Francis is going to shoot for a takedown, get it, and just be on top of Stipe and just be welling on his face, bro. Like, that's what I see happening. I know it's crazy. I know. But I honestly see that happening. So, I'm picking Alistair over him to beat Volkov. Is it a stretch? Sure. Is he the underdog? I don't know, but I imagine he is. I will check. Let's check right now. We're going to check together. But, I wouldn't be surprised if Alistair Overeem is the underdog in this fight. Let's see. Overeem... Versus Volkov odds. Here it is. What are the odds here? Why are you showing me odds? Why are you showing me the fight card? I want to see odds. Odds. No, I want to see the odds. Oh, I didn't write odds. That's why. I am 100% sorry. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Right here, right here, we found it. We're gonna go to cbssportsbook.com. No, CBS Sports, sorry. Not CBS Sportsbook. CBS Sports. We're gonna look, let's look, let's look. Oh. Why aren't you showing me the odds? Okay. Alexander Volkov is a minus 180. Alistar Overeem is a plus 160. That's honestly even money, bro. Like, he's a slight favorite, but he's not all that big of a favorite, honestly. But I'm going to be a homer and go with Alistar Overeem for the simple fact that that dude is 40 years old. He's been fighting for so many years, and I just want to see him get the one he hasn't gotten yet, which is the UFC belt. He's been so close. I'm telling you, if they would have let Uberim fight JDS, he would have had the belt, but they had to go and mess that up, huh? And all those tests they run, they had to go and mess it all up. Uberim was the best. Like, anybody that's not agreeing with me right now, are you even a fan, bro? Like, honestly. Like, don't even come to me. Yeah, we're a fan of clean sport. Dude, shut the hell up. Uberim was the best, okay? Like, don't come at me saying we like clean sport. Like, just shut up. Because Uberim was awesome. Okay. <laughs> My bad. I went on a little rant there because I love Uberim. So I'm going with Alistair Uberim because I believe the next time he loses, he's going to retire because he's right there at the pinnacle. Like, let me see the UFC rankings. UFC rankings. The hell is backwards. They should have the heavyweights on the... They should do it by weight class. Oh, wait. They do do it by weight class. Then why is... Wait a minute. So they have the pound... And they do it from smallest to biggest. They should do it from biggest to smallest, in my opinion. So, I apologize for all that time I wasted. Francis, number one, fighting Stipe, March 27th. Curtis Blades, number two. 
He's gonna fight Derek Lewis. I don't know the exact date, but he's gonna fight Derek Lewis very soon. Yazinia Rosenstruck gonna fight Civil Gain on February 28th because Reyes got hurt. What what happened to Reyes? I'm gonna look at what what happened to Reyes. Reyes got hurt, so Civil Gain and Razinho Rosenstrike are gonna take the place of him and Yuri. They're gonna fight in, at a later date. I'm gonna try and figure out what day that is. But they're gonna fight at a later date. I wouldn't be surprised if they fight sometime in May. But I'm trying to figure out what happened to Reyes. So, set right now, Francis is going to fight Stipe. Curtis is going to fight Sybil Gain. I think that's how you say his name. Derek Lewis is going to fight... Curtis Blaze is going to fight Derek Lewis. Yazinho Rosenstrike is going to fight Sybil Gain. Alistar Overeem is going to fight Alexander Volkov. Okay. So that's number one, the champion, number two, number four, number three, and number seven, and number five, and number six. They're all scheduled to fight. Cool. If Overeem wins and Rosinho win, they should rematch because Alistair Overeem was well on his way to beating Rosinho Rosenstrike, and he just got caught. So if those two guys win, I think they should fight. And if Alistair Overeem beats him and Francis Ngannou somehow loses, I believe Curtis Blades... Now, if Curtis beats Derek Lewis, I believe Curtis should let Alistair jump over him and he should jump over Francis and fight Stipe Miocic. For his last fight. And like just let it happen. Because if what he says is true. And he retires. Then the vacant fight would be. If he were to beat Stipe. Would be. Francis Ngannou. Versus Stipe. Three. I mean. Yeah three. Well no. I've, no see it's because. In order to say that. It's hard. So if Francis were to beat Stipe. They're saying the next logical fight. Is going to be John Jones. But I don't see that happening, bro. Until I see the, the signed papers, I don't see it happening. So if Alistar wins, I think he should fight Razinho Rosenstrike. And then let they should be on the same card of, if it happens, Jones versus Stipe. So if Alistar wins, he should fight the winner of that. And then retire. So I believe by the end of this year, if not early next year, Alistar over him. Would have retired if he doesn't lose. If he loses tomorrow, I believe he retires right then and there. I can be wrong, but I think that's what's going to happen. If Alexander Volkov wins and Francis wins, and it is true that he's going to fight the winner of Francis and Stipe fight Jones in the summer. If Alexander Volkov wins and Curtis wins, it's because Curtis already beat him. Okay, if Alexander... It's because Alexander lost to fucking Derek Lewis, too. Has Rosinho fought? No. Okay, if Alexander Volkov and Rosinho win, they should fight each other. So, basically, here's, my, here's what I think. 
If Alistar wins, he should fight the winner of Civil Gain and Rosinho Rosenstrike. So basically, the two winners of those fights should fight each other. And if for special case, if Alistar wins, he should he should fight for the belt if he wins his following fight, in my opinion. Because him and Curtis Blades are training partners. And if Rosinho wins and then Alistar beats him, that would put him at the number three spot. So, we should see what happens there. Co-main event. Frankie Edgar versus Corey Sanhagen. This one is crazy, bro, because, okay, let's look at it, let's look at it. I love looking at the rankings because then my mind starts going wild. Where'd it go? Oh, yeah, this one's... Okay, Aljo and Jan are going to fight March 7th. Corey Sanhagen, number two, fights number four, Frankie Edgar, tomorrow. So basically, for me, the winner of this would either get the winner of the title fight or the loser. Like, we should have winners versus losers. I don't get why, if you're coming off a loss, if it's a higher-ranked opponent, why it's so bad. Because the last time I remember this happening was when George St. Pierre lost to Matt Serra and Josh Koscik had just won a big fight. They ended up fighting each other the next fight. That's how it should go, because technically, George is still ranked higher. So... If Corey Sanhagen wins, first of all, I believe this is the real main event. No disrespect to Alistair Overeem and Volkov, but this is the people's main event right here. If Corey Sanhagen wins, he should fight for the title if Aljamain Sterling wins. No, no, no. If Aljamain Sterling wins, he has to fight Peter Jan. If Aljo loses, he should fight for the title. That way, when Aljo climbs back, hopefully Corey won, and he makes it, I beat Corey, let's, let's run him back for the title part two. If Frankie wins, I believe he fights for the title either way, no matter who wins. Because the thing is, they're saying, oh, TJ's back. Like, TJ's officially back already, which, that's dope, bro. But you put yourself in that position where I don't think you deserve a title fight right away. You can fight somebody in the top seven. Like, I would make him fight, personally, I would make him fight Bob Font or Jose Aldo or even Marlon Moraes. Like, those are three fights I would make him fight right away. And then I'll let him fight a top five guy. Because if... Like, you could say, well, he's been punished enough already. He's been out for two years. Yeah, but that was by his own actions. If the UFC goes further into punishing him, make him work his way back, like, they could really screw him over and make him fight a, a top 10 guy. They could make him fight Rafael Asuncao. I was going to say Dos Años. Because um, I believe Dominic Cruz is going to fight Casey Ken- Ken- Kenny. On the Israel Adesanya card. Or you could do that. Because like let's say. Dominic Cruz wins. You can make him fight TJ. As punishment. Because Dominic is number 11. If he wins. He'll either move up one or two spots. And I believe Jimmy Rivera is going to fight. I just don't remember against who. Let me check. Oh but let me check why Dominic Reyes is hurt. Dominic Reyes versus Iri Prochatska postponed. 
But why? UFC announced Wednesday that scheduled main event for UFC Fight Night on February 27th between Dominic Reyes and Yuri Prochetka has been postponed because of an undisclosed injury to Reyes. In place, Reyes vs. Prochetka, a heavyweight belt between Razinho Rosenstein and Civil Game will headline the event instead. Reyes 31 and in need of a bounce-back performance after starting his professional career 12-0. Reyes has lost back-to-back fights to John Jones, put an asterisk there, and Jan Brakovic. You got murked there, my boy. The Jones fight was for the UFC Light Heavyweight Championship, and while Reyes lost in the unit, many pundits felt as though he deserved to win. Yup, pundits. The Brockovich bell was for the vacant UFC Lightweight title. However, Reyes fell, fell by way of second round technical knockout. Prochatska 28. Damn, I'm about to be 28. And I ain't doing what Yuri's doing at 28. Was preparing for a second fight in the UFC after debuting with second after debuting with a second round knockout win against Volkan Ozdemir at UFC 251 in July. The Czech Republican native is 27 and 3 and 1 and is on an 11th fight winning streak. God damn. He won the Ryzen Light Heavyweight title in 2019 and defended it once before making a move to the UFC. Undisclosed in- I'm going to try to f- find out what it was. Undisclosed injury, huh? Could it be like a lingering energy from the Jan Brakovic fight? Could it be that they're like, it's not enough time to... For what I want, I think... And I, and I don't know if this was covered before the Brakovic fight. I know Reyes was at Team Elevation... And I remember they're saying that his new head coach was his brother going into the Jan Brakovich fight. So I don't know if he's no longer with Team Elevation, which honestly, I would have stayed there for the UFC light heavyweight title fight. But that's just me. I don't know the chemistry between him and his brother, but he must have felt that he was doing good by him. But... If I'm not mistaken, I think Reyes is no longer with Team Elevation. Team Elevation, of course, has Justin Gaethje, Alistair Overeem, um, Curtis Blades. I believe Matt Brown trains there, up there in Colorado. I think at one point, TJ, before coming back down to California and starting his own, with Juan Archuleta, Brian Ortega, and all these guys. I think he, at one point, was part of Team Elevation. Now, let me check what Jimmy Rivera's next fight is. So, hold on. So, I have something to talk about while I search. The 135s, they're looking pretty staggered now. So, I, I would either have TJ fight. If Dominic Cruz wins, Dominic Cruz. Or, I think Jimmy Rivera's going to fight Pedro Munoz. Or I would have him fight Marlin. Or even Jose Aldo. That's a high-profile fight. But then I would make him fight Rob Font or the loser of this Corey Sanhagen Frankie Edgar fight. And then I would have him fight for the title. Or I would have him fight a good three or four times before getting back to the title as a form of punishment. To make him establish himself. I know that sounds harsh, but that's what I would do because... 
to to set an example like don't do what this guy did because you're not gonna be where you were when you left because by your own actions that happened to you which i believe is fair people might be like yeah just shut up bro you don't know what you're talking about but i honestly think that's fair so i believe pedro munoz and jimmy rivera are gonna fight but i'm gonna check just in case Jimmy Rivera next fight. Yeah, he is gonna fight Pedro Munoz. He's gonna fight him on the undercard of Usman versus Burns. It's a good fight. I'ma watch that right there, bro. I knew it. I knew it. Like, of course, Pedro Munoz. A lot of people thought he beat Frank Yeager, but. The decision ended up going Frankie's way. Oh. I went kind of on a crusade to see what was upcoming for the fights. Let me get back to tomorrow's fight card. Oh, nope. Usman versus Burns that's in next week. That's next week. Oh my god, that's next week. I don't know why the hell they're not promoting. Do you guys realize how good that fight is, Usman versus Burns? I don't know why the hell they're not promoting the heck out of that. It's probably because it's Usman. I'm sad. I, I really like him. Michael Johnson's going to fight Clay Guida. That's a scrap right there. Um, Alex, Alexandre Pantoja is going to fight Manuel Cape. Manuel Cape, Manuel Cape with the K. Cody Stanman is going to fight Ascar Ascar. Carlos Diego Fejeda is going to fight Benil Dariush. Dean, that's a fight right there, boy. That's a fight right there. Of course, Daniel Diego Fejeda is the dude that choked out Anthony Perez. And Benil Darius is coming off that crazy comeback win in the fight in the U.S. that the last one to have fans before this COVID pandemic officially went into lockdown. Like it, the crazy part is, it was all already going on, but it we all didn't know that we had to stay away from each other before this spread. So, Benil Darius versus Carlos Diego Fijeda. can't wait. So I'm gonna go with. Let's see who I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna go with Benil Dariush because I believe they fought already once and Benil Dariush beat him. Let me check. Yes, Benil Dariush beat him by unanimous decision. I'm gonna go with that one. So I got Frankie Edgar, Alistar Overeem, and Benil Dariush. Those are my three picks for this fight card. I don't really like picking all the fights because then. People, like, if I don't get them right, people start getting angry at me. So, I'll go with those three. Benil Dariush, Frankie Edgar. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, you'll make money if you bet on Alistair Overeem and Frankie Edgar. I believe. Ooh, you'll make a gang of money if Frankie Edgar wins. He's a plus 360, bro. 
Let me see. Yo, oh, so I picked all the underdogs. So if these three, Alistair Oberyn, Frankie Edgar, and Benil Dariush win, well, Benil Dariush and Carlos, that one's really close. And so is the Alistair Oberyn, Alexander Volkov fight. But the big one, and I'm telling you, I'm going to go with Frankie Edgar because this guy is made of something special. That I've never seen another human being made. He's made of the stuff Tom Brady's made of, alright? Tom Brady is 41 years old and is about to play in his, like, 11th Super Bowl or something. Let me... I'm, I want to tell you the truth. But he's about to play in his double-digit Super Bowl and at 41 for a different team. Like, that's the stuff Frankie Edgar's made of, okay? Like, I can't believe at such a high level that guy's still fighting. How many Super Bowls has Tom Brady played in? Let's see this one. Let's see this one. Tom Brady has been in nine Super Bowls. If he wins on Sunday, well, wait, wait, wait. Does that include Sundays? Let me see. No NFL player has ever won more Super Bowls than Tom Brady having been in nine Super Bowls. Brady is considered the most experienced player in the on the Super Bowl than any other player on either the Chiefs. Okay, so this is including Sunday. So, so far, his record? Wait, that doesn't make sense. Because he's lost three times. He lost once to the Eagles and twice to the Giants. Let me see Tom Brady's Super Bowl record. No, no, no. But how many wins and losses does he have? I want to say he has three losses. Two to the Giants and one to the Eagles. That dude is six and three. And three of those wins were back to back to back. If he wins on Sunday, that dude will be seven and three. That's ten game wait wait. That's ten Super Bowl games. Oh my god. I mean I knew he was the GOAT, but dang bro. But anyway, Frankie Edgar is made of the stuff Tom Brady is made of, okay? Like, if this guy wins, if this guy wins, give him a title shot. Please, for the love of God. Whoever whoever wins, Peter Yan or Al Jermaine Sterling, please give him a title shot so he can win it. And I don't, I'm not going to say he's going to set up into the sunset because I honestly don't believe it. And you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? A dude that beat him twice, uh, weight class up, is also in the division in the top. By Jose Aldo. Are you telling me we can see it again? Number three for the, the 135 title? I'm in. Even though Jose Aldo's beat him twice already. I'm in. Like, that just shows you how good Conor McGregor is. How good Max Holloway is. Look at what Jose Aldo's doing. A weight class down when we all thought he was going to go up. Look at what he's doing. He's still telling these guys, I still got it. And I can still 
beat you motherfuckers down. Again, I'm sorry for swearing, but I'm just excited and pumped today. I've done two other episodes, and I still got it, bro. And the Super Bowl's on Sunday, and I honestly hope Tom Brady wins so I can talk mad smack to my mom. My mom does not like him. But I love Tom Brady. That's the point here. And I love Frankie Edgar. And they're both made of the same things. Father Time, for whatever reason, cannot find them. They get that. I'll tell you one thing. Father Time cannot find Yoel Romero. Like, I wish I had Yoel Romero's genetics because look at what that guy's doing at 43. He's being dudes. I, I guarantee you, if Yoel Romero was still in the UFC, I'm ranting here, but hold on. Who's in the top 10? At middleweight. First of all, he gave Robert Whitaker two very hard fights. He gave Paulo Costa a very hard fight. I guarantee you he would give Jared Cannonier and possibly beat him a very hard fight. Darren Till said, I don't want to fight Yoel. That guy's a motherfucking beast. Again, I apologize for swearing. I guarantee you he would give Marlon Vittori a hard time. All, like, I can see Yoel beating everybody, including the champion. Like, you guys say the fight with Yoel and Arsanya was very lackluster, but the little action you had, do you guys remember that he knocked Arsanya down? Do you guys remember that in the first round? I understand the fight was very lackluster. I understand that. My point being is that I don't know what these three guys are made of, being Tom Brady, Frankie Edgar, and Yoel Romero. But these guys are awesome. So there are my three picks, bro. Alistair Overeem, Frankie Edgar, and Benil Dariush. What other fights happening before I lose my mind? Nah, no, 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 those are the only ones I really feel like talking about. So we'll see, bro. I see Alistair winning by decision. I think he'll outlast him. I see Frankie just putting a pace on Corey that Corey's not going to be able to deal with. And then I think Benil Darius and Carlos Diego Fijera is going to be a stand-up war. The thing is, who's going to be able to withstand who? Because they're both really good on the ground. So I think that's going to be a stand-up war. I think Benil Darius will win by split decision. Okay. Now I want to preview upcoming fight cards. I'm not going to go too far into the future because I would like to do this for other episodes but we'll do a good two fight cards ahead and some of these I already talked about like next week is Usman versus Burns like, I don't understand how this fight is not being talked about more like do you guys realize what a threat Gilbert it's because here's the problem we all know about Colby. We all know about Masvidal. We all know about it. Well, not really. We all don't really know about it. Trust me, Edwards is a beast. We all know about Hamza. The problem is, you people don't realize how good Gilbert Burns is. Like, this guy, he can stand with Usman. He probably has better stand-up. He can probably negate Usman's wrestling because his jiu-jitsu is so good. Like, the, it's going to come down. Can Kamar Usman outpace him? Like... If I had money, I would go and put money on Gilbert Burns. Because I think Gilbert Burns is going to take him out. But I don't have money. So, I can only tell you that I would go put money on Gilbert Burns. 
But I wouldn't be surprised if Usman, like, this fight is so close. Like, I want to know what the odds are. Can we look up? Let's look. Let's go look. Usman versus Burns. Odds. Here we go. Okay. According to Vegas Insider, Kamar Usman. Okay. To BET MGM, Usman is a minus 275 favorite. Burns is a plus 225. To Sporting Betting, He's a minus 280 favorite, Usman is. Burns is a two, plus 230. To bet Rivers, Usman is a minus 278. Burns is a plus 220. To point bets, Usman is a minus 280. Burns is a plus 215. Okay. So, here's what I would do. To make the most money, I would go to sports betting out of the three I was shown here. Because I don't think, like, yes, Usman is very good and he spot tougher competition. But I would take, for the sake of argument, because this is the common opponent I know they both have. I would take Burns' performance over Woodley any day over... Kamar's performance over Willie because all he did was hold him. Gilbert Burns fought him and like beat him to the punch and hurt him very badly and even had a gash over his eye. Like, I'm telling you guys, if I had money, I would bet on Burns because like the only way I see Usman beating him is if he, he outpaces him and gets him tired. Like we're going to know by the third round, like the first two rounds are going to be very interesting. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Usman playing defense for the first two rounds and they're 10-9 easily for Burns. Especially because he has Wagner Hosha in his corner. Like, this fight, like, I can't wait for this fight. Who else is planning to see? They're the co-main event, Macy Barber and Alessia Agracio. I would have made Pedro Munoz and Jimmy Rivera look home but that's just me. Ooh, Bobby Green versus Jim Miller? Bulam Muhammad versus Diego Lima? Dude, what a fight card. I mean, it's not the greatest, but like, there's some bangers up in there. Like, I would uh, take my money for. Pedro Munoz versus Jimmy Rivera, bro. Um, it's on the prelims, but I would watch Bobby Green versus Jim Miller any day. I would watch Bulal Muhammad versus Diego Lima, the brother of Douglas Lima. Okay, what's the next one? So, good fights, good fights. Okay, this is going to be the last one. And then the following week, I'll do this again. Um, then after that, it's going to be Curtis Blades versus Derek Lewis. So, the, they've, they already announced fights. The official bouts are Curtis Blades versus Derek Lewis. Aliman 
Zahabi versus Darko Rodriguez. And then that's it, bro. Well, Eddie Wideman is going to come back. Andre Arlovsky versus Tom Espinal. That's a good fight right there. Like, none of the... Oh, Philip Phil Haas is coming back. Versus Nasruddin Imanov. Nasruddin Imanov. I think that's right. Okay, but... Yeah. Oh, Alexei Olenek, the ball constrictor versus Chris. Da... Daru... Kayes? Chris Daru Kayes? Da Who Kayes? Da Uka Hayes. Chris Da Uka Hayes. I don't know. Some dude named Chris Da Uka Hayes. I think that's right. I don't know if that's right. But Alexi Olenek. I can't wait. Man, what sneaky fights are on these cards, bro? I cannot wait. Okay, what else? What else? I know what's next, and I kind of don't want to talk about it, but we kind of have to. We don't have to, but I feel like we should. Stephen A. Smith's comments. Oh, my God. I've been dreading this all day. Because I honestly don't want to talk about it, but we have to. So, Stephen A., you guys know he has that show, First Take. Great show. I love it because of Max Kellerman. I'm kind of glad I didn't watch it when um, Skip Bayless was a part of it. Because Skip Bayless annoys the shit out of me, low-key. But with Max Kellerman on there, it's, it's a phenomenal show. But anyway, they add, I don't even know why this came up. But I think they were talking about... Um, Stephen A. Smith, and he basically what he said, when I think of pugilistic sports, what pugilistic means, it's a fancy way of saying combat sports like boxing and stuff like that. I don't like seeing women involved in it that at all. I just don't like it, Smith. He said, I wouldn't stop it. Like he said, I legally wouldn't stop it. But that he's against it. So he's basically saying for his taste that he just doesn't like seeing women fighting. But he's not against it, but it's just not for him is basically what he's saying. Now, a lot of people are angry with what he said. I'm going to play devil advocate here and be like, why is everybody so upset? He's saying he wouldn't stop it. I understand why people are upset. He's saying he wouldn't stop it. He just doesn't like it himself. Can I tell you guys something? Can I tell you, Habib, Fedor, and at one point in time, Dana White shared his mindset? Have you, did you guys know that? If you didn't, you learn something new every day, bro. Like, I understand why people are upset with him, but at the same time, I don't. Because he's straight up saying that he doesn't like it. Bro, I don't like certain flavors of ice cream. I'm not going to stop somebody else from doing it. Like, I don't understand why people are getting upset. Like, he's just sharing his opinion. But he's saying, I wouldn't do anything to stop it. Now, I get the reason people are upset is because of the thing that fired backlash on him when he said that we didn't learn a damn thing when Conor McGregor starched Donald Cerrone. 
And then there's purists like Joe Rogan of the sport that's saying he shouldn't talk about boxing. And then there's people that follow Joe Rogan and be like, yeah, Joe Rogan's right. I'm like, but why not, dude? Just because he sounds like an idiot. It's good that somebody like Stephen A. Smith talks about it. Because it's a double-edged sword, right? Because he has this view. Other people are going to back him with that similar view. But you couldn't be in the middle because he, again, he did say, I understand I'm repeating myself. I wouldn't do anything to stop it, but it's not for me, which I can respect. Like, he's not saying you don't watch it. It's just not for me, which I can respect. Like, I'm not going to sit here and bash Stephen A. Because, like I said, other people that are highly respected in the sport, known as Fedor Emelianenko and Habib Nurmagomedov, and at one point in time, Dana White, all shared... Currently, Habib and Fedor, they share the same mindset as Stephen A. does. And at one point in time, so did so did Dana White. Dana White has on record said that women would never fight in the UFC up until Ronda Rousey came along and she changed his mind. So think about that. Again, I don't understand why people are upset at Stephen A. Smith. I mean, I do get it, but I don't get why they're letting it bother them. Knowing knowing his history with outrageous things he says. It's like my mom always says, take it from the person it's coming from. Like, if it's a person you respect, I get it, get upset. But if it's someone that you... Again, I'm not bashing. I actually uh, back Stephen A. Smith, and he said it on a being a guest on a podcast, Black on Air podcast. He said, "I don't want to see women in, in the UFC fighting a man, even though there are some women out there that that'll kick a dude's butt." Okay, first of all, they they don't fight men like. Who the hell said that? Whoever asked that question, you're an idiot. Because that'll never happen. And then here it is. When I think pugilistic sports, I don't like seeing women involved in that at all. I just don't like it. I wouldn't promote legal legislating to prohibit them from doing so. But I don't want to see women punching each other in the face, he said. I don't want to see women fighting in the octagon and stuff like that, but that's just me. See, look, he's even saying it. That's just me. Like, I don't understand. What I would abundantly be against is them fighting men. First of all, that doesn't have adamantly be against. That doesn't happen. Why would you, again, I don't think I, he's just being, he's being silly. That doesn't happen unless it's fucking some dark corner MMA organization that's not um, sanctioned by a governing body. That would never happen. I don't think that's cool. Plus, you don't ever want to give men license to believe that it's alright to get physical with the woman to be quite honest with you. You don't want to do that. And then, and then the article goes, nobody is even calling for women to fight men. Bro, throw throw that out, because that's just, that is just, 
preposterous that he said that. Throw that out. Like if we throw if we throw this out, will people be okay with what he said? I wonder. Would you be okay with what he said? Because first of all, that is next level. Now I'm upset, but I'm not upset. I'm upset that he would say something, as he would say, egregious like this. Come on, Stephen A., you're better than this, bro. Like, I'm not mad with what he said that it's not for him. I, I'm i okay with it. I'm just like, why would you say, like, this hurts you in so many ways. Like, you're opening the can of worms for people to bag on, even though they probably already do. But again, Stephen A. Smith is known for saying outrageous things. He's been fined by ESPN. He's been, like, the times he randomly goes off air for a lot of times, it's because he's gotten in trouble. Like, his comments towards certain things. Like, my mom always says, take it from who it's coming from. And I'm a big fan of Stephen A. Smith. Like, he makes me laugh. But that's just silly. Possible returns. Nick Diaz be looking ripped, shredded as hell these days, bro. Uh, like I said in one of my previous episodes, I want to see him fight Carlos Condit. I wouldn't even be opposed to him fighting Santiago Pontinibio. Can we get that fight? Like, can I just get Nick Diaz in the cage? He's saying he wants to fight. He looks like possibly in the best shape of his life. And then, not to mention, Nate's probably coming back. And he wants to fight Dustin. He wants to fight at 170, but he's saying he wants to fight Dustin at whatever weight. Can we get that 165 going or what, bro? Like, do you not want to do it because it gives Nate validity? That's probably why they don't want to do it. And then, Bellator, bro. Like, don't even get me started there. Emmanuel Sanchez versus Patricio Pitbull. From what I've heard, it's going to happen in, in the spring. So then we'll get the winner of that fight by AJ McKee, possibly late summer, early fall. And then... AJ McKee thinking about jumping ship to the UFC. Can you imagine the matchups there? Let's let's look at it. Let's look at it. Let's look at it. Just in the top fifteen, my mouth waters to see what fights. Look, bro, can I be straight up with you? I already saw one. I wouldn't mind seeing AJ McKee for his UFC debut fight Bryce Mitchell. Honestly, thug nasty. I'm a fan. And then I wouldn't be opposed to seeing him fight Jeremy Stevens. Again, I'm a fan. But if you want to keep the integrity, have him fight Bryce Smith. Or even Edson. Have him fight Edson. That's a good fight. And then the supposed Anthony Johnson versus Yoel Romero to start the light heavyweight Grand Prix. And that... Nadim Nankov and Phil Davis are going to throw down again. If anything, they're going to throw down in the first round of the tournament. That's kind of weird, right? That they have the champion himself in the tournament. But the reason they do that is because the winner also gets $100,000 in prize. I wonder, is that still 50 cents money? Because I know it was his champagne and he gives it to the winner. But I wonder if he's still doing that. And then there's also a rumor that 
George St. Pierre is is training to fight Habib Nurmagomedov? Now, the only question is, is that going to be for the title at 155 or are they just going to fight at catchweight? Either way, I'm in. I'm in, bro. I just want to see dudes fight. Is that too much to ask? Okay. So, for tomorrow, Alistair Overeem. I got Alistair to take out Alexander Volkov. I got Frankie Edgar taking out Corey Sanhagen. If Frankie Edgar wins, you guys will make big money. And then I got Benio Darius taking out Diego Fijera. I think that's his name. Is that his name? Carlos Diego Yeah, it was, but his first name is Carlos. <laughs> Alright, guys. Well, that's it. Thank you for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed. I'll be back next week. I'm going to try to be back more frequently. I'm going to start trying to do these on Mondays to drop them by Wednesday for you guys. All right, deuces.